here in about a half hour will be <laughs> sunk real far down. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, so much better than the stools. Oh my God, so much better. Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the one, the only fan club dedicated exclusively to effects pedals. If you love hearing a documentary filmmaker and a drummer who discovered effects pedals through fuzz talk about effects pedals, you are amongst friends. I am Justin. <laughs> I am Vince. Vince, let's get this party started. Yeah. Um, in this episode, just so uh, our listeners and club members know exactly where we're headed, we are going to be taking a bit of a deep dive into the Electronic Audio Experiments Hypersleep V2, the unicorn. The white whale. The white whale, Vince. It is in the clubhouse. As you, if, you're a, if you're a regular listener and a member of the club, you know I have been looking for the Hypersleep version one or two for quite some time. Yeah. And uh, it came home. It's been quite a story. And then uh, we're also going to recap a little bit and set up our next guest, which is super exciting, Vince. Yeah. Really, Uh, really. I mean, having Nate was on, having Nate on was like uh, so great. Yep. And it was, uh, like I said, I mean, we kind of geeked out a little bit while he was on the pod with us. Oh, we fanned out. It was really hard not to. And it's funny because like, it's just him and another guy who make guitar pedals in Bend, Oregon. And I'm like... Oh my God, it's Nate from Petty John. His, no, I'm still buzzing just, from it. I know. But uh, yeah, no, that we've, uh, I mean, we're getting feedback from community and builders of yeah. people that are excited to come join us and talk about their products. Yeah, it's, talk about their, their process, their products. Um, you play a game of Desert Island Rig and a space on my board, which is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, this, this year is going to be definitely the year of the guest, which has been a goal of ours for. Well, all of last year, and we yeah. finally have it figured out. Yeah, yep. a lot of a lot of work trying to set everything up so that um, we can bring people in kind of seamlessly. And now it's it's nice; uh, it's come to fruition. It has come to fruition. So, hopefully, all the listeners and club members are as stoked as we are on that. Vince, anything new in your world? Anything new in the guitar world? Anything new in the pedal world for you? I mean, uh, lots of new pedals discovered uh you sent me one that i knew about that was released a little while ago but uh metaverse oh uh it released the flora volt which is a pedal that just has <laughs> two spikes on it where you put a fruit onto it and you just play guitar through whatever you put on the pedal yeah, the so i don't know if it's playing through it the actual fruit is my understanding is actually providing voltage to the transistors. Oh, is that what's happening? Yeah, so it's okay. basically serving as a 9-volt battery. <laughs> That's where it gets its power from, which I think is fascinating. Yeah, it's so cool. And yeah. so there's a lot of um, a lot of videos of people testing different <laughs> fruits and potatoes uh, and playing through it. It's really cool. Yep. Really interesting. Um, huge fan of Metaverse. Uh, and yeah, like, you've been a, you actually turned me on to Metaverse originally, yeah. and you've been a big fan for a bit. Yeah, so uh, excited about that. Uh, way huge. Has a new release. What'd they drop? Uh, the Attack Vector, I think is what, what it's called. Let me go look again. I was on a job all last week in Arizona. And actually, I was telling the crew about the Floravolt. Or is that what it's called? Matthews? Yeah, Floravolt. Yeah, the Floravolt. And uh, I th- oh, yeah, this is this is a funny story. We were driving to location, and we f- forgot 
like our batteries, our camera batteries, <laughs> okay, the crew. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we had a text the producer like, Hey, uh, we forgot batteries. And then I, I snarkingly sent, well, I was like, well, you know, you can probably power <laughs> our cameras with fruit yeah. because if everyone Mataverse brought... is making power out of it for their pedals. Yeah. If everyone brought lunch, we should be able to power the cameras. That's just exactly, fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Just gonna How eat. many apples you got in your lunch? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was, that's kind of how I discovered the Mataverse and shared it around. But what was this way huge one? Yeah. Way huge attack vector. It is a phaser and envelope filter. What? Uh, well, it's, yeah, it says vector phaser and envelope effects pedal. Um, it's released on their new, the small series that they're doing, but, um, I haven't looked a ton into it, but it's appears to be a phaser and envelope filter because it has a toggle that's either phaser envelope. And then it just ha- you know, has speed range feedback sensitivity. Wait, I haven't, range? I haven't, uh, I haven't actually looked into it yet though, but pretty exciting. Um, because huge fan of George Trips and way huge. So um, um, it's cool to see them still coming out with stuff. Yeah. So this isn't the smalls. It's not really a, a re-release of anything specific. It's no. a new pedal, right? Yeah, it's a new pedal. Um, way, way huge envelope. smalls, I think just like they re-released a lot of stuff on there, but I think they're just doing like in the smaller enclosure. I think that's all that refers to. Hmm. I um, I don't know if it's actually like a series where they're doing a, a bunch of them or if that's just kind of their new normal. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm not really sure. It's just, uh, it's described that way. So I, yeah, yeah. Seems, um, seem like a series type thing. So if you actually, because, so because we're in, we're actually, we're broadcasting from the clubhouse as, a, as opposed to yeah, remotely. In person today. In person today, we have to look at our phones yeah. versus the computers, which is tough. Yeah. But if you, um, Google way huge attack vector. I think you're going to probably end up on some sort of Patriot Act list because uh, there's definitely a lot of stuff about hacking, early warnings, breach and attack simulations. Um, then you get into the pedal. So attack vectors, um, probably not something you want in your Google history, it looks like. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I only, I just looked it up on Reverb. I didn't. Oh, that's, I didn't, yeah, I didn't that's probably a safer, it. safer search. <laughs> yeah. Because um, then it's kind of limited, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're interested in guitar stuff. Yeah. Not, um, um, you know, attacking financial systems. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's big news. Love way huge. Um, I think those were the two that I was excited about. Um that we haven't talked about for like news and um, builders that I follow specifically. That's a great shout. Cause I haven't, like, like I said, I was on a job all last week and um, kind of just head down and I didn't have a chance to, I didn't have a chance to guitar safari. I didn't have a chance to do any field trips. Um, I mean, I went by a couple shops, but I didn't have a chance to go yeah. check anything out. Although I did make it to Flipside, our local music store, yeah. our, lo- our local effects pedal dealer. And ran into those guys down there and talked to Ike for a bit yesterday. Um, had some cool stuff down there for sure. But it's funny, like, you know, they're pretty good about updating their website. Mm-hmm. So you go to their, like, I just browse the use selection almost every day. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll go down there like Thursday on an errand and pick something up. It's, yep. If it's cool, it's gone. Right. <laughs> like, it's gone immediately. So you definitely got to jump on the website. <laughs> Um, that's happened a few times where uh you saw something like a day before and we go to the shop and you're like yo i saw this on the website and like yeah that sold like yesterday (laughs) yep you definitely need (laughs) to do do online transactions to get that one um nothing else specifically other than the clubhouse is feeling a little better right 
Yeah, coming together. It's coming together. We got some pedals off the floor, which feels great. Yeah, more shelves up. Um, new space for expanding um, spots Our, where we can focus on our uh, social media stuff. Oh, yeah. We can expand our uh, visual offerings here pretty soon, which yep. is going to be great. So keep an eye out on Instagram. Also, shout out to all our new Instagram followers. Yeah. Um, if you, you know, if you've seen a lot of welcome to the fan clubs, those are some really great people you should check out. Cause there are some monster players that are, um, yeah. <laughs> starting to follow, the, starting to enjoy the, the offerings of the fan club. Oh yeah. Um, anything else Vince we need to jump into before we hit this episode? You on? know, I don't think so. We, um, you know, we, the episode with Nate last, uh, last week, we ended up not doing some of our normal housekeeping stuff, like talking about what's new and stuff. Uh, but I think that's, I think that's all that we haven't caught up on because it has only been a week or yeah. so since I've seen you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so... We haven't had a long break in between. We, we have not had a long break in between, which is great. It's actually yeah. feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, we were able to kind of have a more more consistent schedule right now. Yeah, yeah. Feels good. Feels great. <laughs> we also got to... We're also kind of a little buzzing right now because we came off like a crazy jam session. Yeah, it was a jam session where we were... We were testing out some new pedals that um, we'll I, probably get into on the next episode. I don't know if we can dive into them yet. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, I was playing on Justin's rig, and he's got, I mean, a lot more modulation than I do, along with a wet-dry rig and, like, volume selector for that wet-dry rig, and then three expression pedals that control, uh, like, amount of reverb, volume of reverb, and all this stuff. And I kind of got lost in space because I just went full full space oh yeah everything cranked reverb delay other delay <laughs> it, it, well it's pretty cool because when you can um blend in because at the end of my dr my wet chain i've got a, a passive volume pedal from um mission uh mission engineering mission electronics mission engineering yeah so it's just a passive volume pedal it doesn't take any or it doesn't require any power yeah right so it's just a volume pot on your foot and so you can blend in how much wet you want into your yeah. rig and i it was funny to watch you like adapt to it because <laughs> like you adapted to it pretty quick and then i was just like oh yeah that sounds like if you follow us on instagram you'll see some of the reels but um th i think i'm just gonna label that pedal space because like <laughs> it gets real dry and then real wet when you floor that thing yeah um but yeah we uh had a nice jam session yeah we had a nice jam session and hopefully on the next episode we'll be able to talk more about those pedals which gets us into this episode vince yeah and this is an episode specifically about a pedal that i've been searching for for i don't know a year year and a half two years now yeah um it is the electronic audio experiments hypersleep v2 and i'm holding it in my hand right now and funny story about this pedal and i don't know where this was my this was my gateway into electronic audio experiments, and I don't remember exactly where the idea came into my head, but when we think of reverb, yeah. right? There's kind of kind of two worlds that it exists in. It exists in spring reverb form, so long tank reverb in your amp, yeah. And then it in, it also exists in like a DSP, like a, a digital reverb, right? That yeah. you can a lot of algorithm developers. Um, kind of create their reverb sounds for. And they go from like emulating spring reverb to plate reverbs and hall reverbs. Um, 
that were more obviously kind of analog and organic back in the day um, to like shimmers to, um, you know, crazy uh, dark, uh, the black hole reverbs, a very famous um, texture reverb, spacey reverb from Eventide and the H9. So I was like, what other kind of analog reverbs are out there? Is there even such a thing as an analog reverb? I think this was going through my head a couple of years ago outside of a spring. Yeah. Like what else could be analog? So I, I don't remember exactly what it was, if I was Googling around or just kind of searching for it. But I found, and I, this is a very, this is probably not accurate, but I think the Hypersleep is maybe one of the only analog reverb pedals ever made. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is a very, well, this is obviously <laughs> coming from documentary filmmaker and not an engineer, but I think it's it's a series of bucket brigade chips, similar that you might find in a memory man, um, you know, the Maxon analog delays that, you know, the 8099s, whatever they are, uh, the DM2, those analog chips, but they're in succession and they're, 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 I don't know what you would say, Vince, like cycled very fast. So there's not like a, like a delay between, Okay. you know, it's a very fast delay time that cascades through all these bucket brigade chips. I think that's what's going on. I'm not positive, but it's one of the, if, you know, few, if not the only analog reverb pedal. So I've just been like, you know, so stoked on it, but they're hard to find on reverb. They're very rare. This is serial number 327. I don't know how many units were made. I have a feeling, you know, it was under 500. Yeah. Um, and if we go through the controls real quick, so if we focus, it's actually, there's also a modulation in here too. So if we focus on the reverb piece of it, we have space, which is kind of the decay, the reverb decay. Okay. Yep. The level is actually a volume level. Feedback is, um, maybe that's actually kind of also a bit of a decay, but it basically is similar to, you know, feedback on a delay pedal, like the number of repeats, although there isn't really repeats in here, but the more you crank it up, you heard it today. Yeah. It got self oscillating, right? Yep. So it was just like go out of space. The one thing I wish was that the feedback was on a expression pedal because to control oscillation while oh, yeah. you play would be so <laughs> crazy. It's so cool. And then mix, you know, so you can go from like a very, uh, just a little bit of it to really max it out. So the way I've been running it, um, for this last week is pretty much I max the space out, I max the mix out, and then I leveled it to taste. Okay. Right. And then there's also two other controls for rate and depth, which adds this really uneasy modulation. I mean, you heard it. Like, you're just, like, seasick from it. Like, yeah. it's like, what is going on? This is, you know, interstellar, kind of like all the controls have been warning us of a, you know, a black hole approaching <laughs> some sort of event horizon. You're just like, whoa, what is going on? Um, so that's actually built into the pedal as well. Um, this one is gold, and I think maybe the, these are the only ones that... They only came in this color. And there was a slight difference between V1 and V2, which was had something to do with like the, the filtering of some frequencies. I'm not exactly sure. Oh, okay. Um, but there's two things, we or three things we need to know about the sense. One, it's by Electronic Audio Experiments. Yep. John Snyder, the builder, will be a guest next week on the uh, Effects Pedal Fan Club podcast. Yep. So we're going to start the John Snyder Electronic Audio Experiments Fan Club next week yep which is great um we'll be able to answer all these questions about the hypersleep yeah i'm really interested to see how accurate your 
your take on it is. Yeah, no, 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 no. Well, because <laughs> like I mean, it's something that I obviously I don't didn't know about this pedal. This is your white whale that you've been searching for, and so I'm like I'm uh, really excited to talk to him and uh, <laughs> see exactly how. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm kind of accurate because this summer when I was driving around with. Um, I was on that project with Josh Scott, JHS, friend oh, of the club. Right. I was talking about the hypersleep because yeah. like it's been a white whale. So I talked to like, <laughs> talk it's like to... hey Josh, how does the hypersleep work? What do I need to know? Yeah. You know, I've like talked to all the all my builder buddies, like, what do I need to know about this? And then I would I should have just asked them like what like how it works as opposed to here's how I think it works. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. so he could just be like, Yeah, I don't know, like ah, just shut up, man. You just <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> But, um, so I think, I think that's, that's what it is. And then the, uh, the other funny thing about that best is, so this is the white whale. I've been looking for this pedal for two years now yeah. and I'm in Arizona on a job and I get it. It shows up in reverb and the price is right. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. So I order it. And, and the thing about it is it's not like you can just go get another one of these. I mean, there's maybe 500 of them in the world. Right. So it gets delivered and I'm looking at the weather and it's freezing and dead. I almost, I almost text you. I was so stressed out because this thing sat in a freezing cold mail or mailbox for five days, oh, just man. 18 degrees free, frozen solid yeah. overnight, every night. And then it would thaw. And then every night and I was texting, I text Nate from Petty John. I was like, Hey, uh, is it cool if you freeze pedals? Like, and Nate would just gave me like one of those, like, what's up? I don't know. Emojis. Like, I don't know, <laughs> you know? And then, um, I text Josh Scott. I was like, Josh, Hey, um, I got, I found the Hypersleep V2. You know how much I love that pedal. It's sitting in my mailbox freezing. Is it harmful? Is it going to hurt the pedal? Cause it's not like I could send this to John to fix. Cause there's like no more parts. Like this right. is it. Right. I was stressed out. So I started Googling <laughs> and then I, I found these forms like, Oh, Stevie Ray Vaughan used to freeze his fuzz pedals before he went on stage. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of really kind of relieving. And then I found this one thread that was, um, or this one post that was so good. It was like, hey, you ever park your car outside? It's way more complex than any effects pedal. And it seems to run just fine in the cold. <laughs> and I was like, so that was like my, that's what kind of, uh, I guess, eased my fears. Yeah. Because, um, well, Josh never texts back. Because uh, until yesterday, he texts back. He's like, oh, dude, sorry, I was in Japan. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah I, I saw I saw all his posts. He's been in Japan this whole time. And yeah. I assume like his... I also assume he's a very busy person, but he's like, nah, it shouldn't hurt it. He's like, cold ain't a thing is what he replied. So it's all good. Cold ain't a thing. Yeah, yeah. So you can freeze your pedals. It's not a big deal. Um, that, I, that's actually good to know. I, I worry about that too. I didn't have it sitting there for days, but like there was one that was getting delivered while I was at work, right? And yeah. I mean, it's snowing here. It's freezing. I was like, how if it's sitting outside, because when you like grab it from the box and you like op- hold it, I mean, it's ice cold. <laughs> It was like you're holding a big old ice cube and you're like, is this safe to play? Do I need to let it warm up first? Yeah. So that's the one thing I did find was like, there was a lot of, lot of speculation about the uh, warm up period. Like oh, okay. You got to let it acclimate because of condensation. Sure. I don't no. think it's a problem so much in Colorado because we're a pretty dry environment. Yeah. But... I guess if you're in a humid area that's frozen, New York, you know, yeah. something like that, it might, it might be different or somewhere like Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the... That was the lesson learned, um, according to, yeah, <laughs> according to, well, I don't know, Jake jo, or Nate just kind of shrugged. He did, he wasn't sure. The internet's like, well, Stevie Ray Vaughan did it and he's, you know, um, you're, <laughs> I mean, and a, then it's a fair answer. It's a fair answer, right? I don't know if it's true. And then also your car is pretty, it's circuits work just fine. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like cars have complex computers. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And they're fine. And they're then fine. they could be sealed 
environment. I don't know. Um, condensation still, I still think condensation is a problem with that. Yeah. And then Josh Scott's, I'm just going to stick with cold ain't a thing. Yeah. I'm just going to go with that. That's great. Well, it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, that's, I'm glad we got that information. That's yeah. important. I'm really glad this pedal didn't just go like into the scrap yard. Um, because I don't think it could be recreated. Um, but this brings us to what is the hypersleep like, right? Yeah. That was our, our journey today while we were jamming. And we discovered, I think, something really, really interesting. Um, we talk <laughs> about game staging all the time. Like that's <laughs> yeah. like all we talk about. Because we're, we're demoing some of these other pedals for uh, some upcoming podcast and like we'll n- almost never play a pedal on its own. Yeah. Like we just like, let's see how it plays with these other pedals, right? Yeah. Well, and a lot of it is testing it within our own gain stages, right? Because you, you and I both have, you know, cascading gain stages yeah. and uh, we want to take that pedal and it's like, well, how would it work in the slot that has where I have a pedal that right. kind of like that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a low gain. Let's put it in the slot for that yeah. or it's a shaper, that type of thing, right? Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, and we'll do that. We'll also play it on its own, but like our our instinct is to like play it on its own and then throw it into the mix and yep. see how it see how it handles we did that today with reverb and we had we once we we uh i guess our new thing is not gain staging we're reverb staging yeah. like this was this was the coolest thing ever so the hypersleep on its own is super dope yeah. because it's this analog reverb. reverb it's faster than a slapback delay it's 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 kind of that thing but it's way faster than a slapback delay it's a it's a, it is a true reverb um but feeding the hypersleep reverb with another reverb right. was mind blowing. Yeah, this is uh, something we hadn't really thought of before. But we were, you know, testing some other pedals, and then we were like, "Yo, let's throw the hypersleep on there," and we replaced it. We threw it at the end of the chain after the source audio collider. Yep, and decided to just run the source audio collider reverb into the hypersleep <laughs> and it was you'll never go back it was pretty sweet i mean it was pretty sweet but and it's a pretty sweet deal yeah and both justin and i have like pretty spacey reverbs like i have the uh the skylar yeah gfi system gfi skylar, system yeah. skylar and you have the source audio collider which are both pretty spacey reverbs like they can do simple but they can also go to space i mean i never thought of like Oh, do you know what I need is more reverb? Yeah, we need more space. Yeah, um, and it's uh, one of those pleasant surprises where it's like, ah, oh, I don't need more reverb, but now I want more reverb. Like, I'm going to have to throw something behind my GFI system Skylar now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't go back, but I think what's unique about this, and this is where the analog component of it comes in, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because if I, we'll have to try this. But if you feed a digital reverb with a digital reverb, I feel like that's two computers talking to one another. Right. And it's going to be very computer talk where this is an organic thing. So this is like a computer talking to a magician uh-huh. and then casting spells, right? <laughs> You're not sure what's going to happen. It's like a witch at the end of your board or something. Yeah. Because it's or it's organic. It's an analog thing. So you don't know exactly how it's going to behave. So I think that's where the real magic was in the hypersleep is reverb staging gain staging reverbs yeah and feeding this we fed it with the source audio collider hall reverb yeah and just the way you know the hall is a very i know it's a pretty long decay the way it kind of got into the 
to the witchcraft and the spell and circled around was like unpredictable and organic and it swelled and decayed and it was just like a very alive thing. That's what I was kind of tripping on, right? Yeah. So we'd have to try it with like cascading like multiple digital reverbs, but there's something, I mean, I'm going, maybe it is just because I'm buzzing right now about (laughs) just how dope it was. Yeah. I mean, I was just tripping on it. Um, But I think there's something to an analog reverb. Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard to say considering our, that's the only one we've, tried Ever, yeah yeah we have no idea no clue what, no no we just yeah. is it is it that or is it you know some you know is it just cascading reverbs reverbs or is it the hypersleep being an analog reverb is something special when you feed it with you know different sounds because it is or analog yeah i don't know i'm, I'm trying to i'm fix, i'm fixing to find out <laughs> Um, cause obviously yeah. this is our new thing. Like, like, oh yeah, well, we're going to have to cut down the gain stages so we can have more <laughs> reverb stages yeah. or get a bigger board. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Vince, I'm super stoked on the hypersleep. I'm really happy to have found it. And now it's in the clubhouse. It's part of the collection. We can, yes. you know, stack it with other pedals as they come yeah. through. It's just a cool, you know, John just seems like a really cool guy and we're going to learn more about it next week yeah. when he's on the, uh, on the, on the next show. Um, so I guess if you have any questions for him, you can hit us up on the gram and we will, we will ask him. Um, but Vince, before we close it out, we played it with Nate last time. I got a space on my board. Oh yeah. Let's play it. You know, Vince, you got a space on your board. I have a space on my board. And since we were talking about reverb, there's actually one that I've probably mentioned on the, on the pod before, but I'd love to throw it on my board even with my Skyler and that's the um oh I'm drawing a blank now it's oh solid gold fx nu33 that's the, the warp vinyl kind of that's thing that's the vinyl yeah yeah reverb uh pedal that they have that it has like the crackle and has all these neat features that make it sound like you're listening to a record it's got the vinyl scratches and the crackle yeah yeah um yeah, so the Solid Gold FX uh, NU33 is uh, what I have a space on my board for right now. I love it. I, yeah, I mean, obviously, definitely need more reverbs uh, in the world. We can't seem to get enough of them. Um, I've got a space on my board, and this is actually just a something we talked about today, is I would love to be able to shift that passive volume control from and this kind of gets into like a diagram thing but right now it's at the end of the wet signal yep and i'd like to get it before or right after the split before it hits the like modulation and wet stuff yeah and the reason i want to do that and we talked a bit about it is then it could preserve my trails yeah right because right now i can control the wet effect level but if i go full dry i lose all the yeah. space that I yeah. created. Yeah, if you're right? if you're full wet, you've got these trails of reverb and, and delay, and as soon as you roll back on the volume, it cuts everything off. It's yep. just dry. Yep. Whereas if you throw it at the beginning, what's going to happen is you turn, you crank it, and you've got all this wet, and then when you dial it back, it's still going to have the trails and finish off. Just anything new coming through is going to be cut out. Yep. Yep. So that's kind of what I have a space on my board for. Um, I guess then that means I also have a space on my board for like a new 
gig rig G3 <laughs> with like 12 loops and a volume insert and yeah. full MIDI control. Um, but, you know, I guess, I mean, that's what this is all about, right? That's true. I mean, if we're going down that route, yeah. <laughs> right, uh, right. I mean, I was jamming on Justin's rig and his is much more complex because he's got, you know, his uh, clean signal and his gain stages on two in like on independent loops yep. um, that go from one to the other. And I, I was jamming a riff that I play all the time that I usually go from a clean to a, I mean, a really dirty sound, very saturated, very gainy and has a lot of reverb and delay in it as well. And then it cuts right back to a clean. And so I'm like, Oh man, I feel like I now need this clean signal loop and drive signal loop. Cause my clean signal, I love to have a chorus specifically yeah. in my clean signal. Um, it adds a little bit of movement. Um, cause I can't, I tend to like where my clean signal is set up with just, uh, a compressor and a little bit of reverb. Um, but then just a little bit more like movement with the note with that chorus. I was like that, that would be the loop of the clean channel. And then I would have, you know, my gain stages on the other one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I have space on my board for, uh, you know, one of those a gig rig, gig rig quartermaster at quartermaster, least, right? Yeah. The kick, the quartermaster doesn't get enough credit because I think a lot of people think of it just a, is a, um, like a loop switcher. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like a like a, it, it, but the flip flop function is, but... it is, but the flip flop function really really sets yeah. it apart. Yeah, um, you know, and you sh- like I knew it had that. I didn't realize it was throughout the entire gig rig. You just choose which ones you want to be, you know, independent loops, and which yep. ones you want stacking. Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, really cool. Super cool. Yeah. So and, uh, I mean, my boards. I feel I I sense my board getting much more complex this year, in oh. terms of like the way that works. Um, I mean, wet dry rig isn't really in my vision yet. Cause I would need, um, I'd need another amp. Let's get that in your vision, but I mean, it's there, <laughs> but yeah, then a new amp purchase would be required for me to get into that realm, which I mean, I wouldn't mind having, you know, a Vox AC 15 as my wet rig. And then my dry would, would be the, uh, the Ibanez yep. TS 15. Yep. I mean, that would be a great combo to have. I go if I was running that rig, I'd go the other way. I'd take. I'd, I'd oh, do the, you would the TS do, is the wet. You do the TS is the wet. Yeah, and okay. then and then the Vox is the the dry. Oh, yeah, because I I feel like that's how I have mine set up. So yeah. the Princeton is the wet, which would be very similar to what you have. Yeah, yeah. And then I have a, a, another one as a dry, and it's a little more urgent, a little more. It's just a drier amp. Yeah. So that's. That's just, I mean, we'll, we'll cross that bridge here. <laughs> we'll talk, there's plenty of time left in the year to talk about that. Yeah, it's only January. It's only January. <laughs> we tax, just baselined Haven't gotten my tax returns yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> talking a big game. So yeah, that is it for this episode. Um, next episode is going to be our second guest, which is going to be John from Electronic Audio Experiments. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, what's the housekeeping we got to do, Vince? I mean, if you don't, uh, check us out on our Instagram at FX Pedal Fan Club. Um, we post pictures whenever we release a new episode of podcast. Um, we'll usually throw some uh, samples of, you know, pedals we test out in our in our stories. Um, check out the website, fxpedalfanclub.com. Yep. Um, call the hotline. Call the hotline. Yeah. 1-609-800-FANS. Yep. And, um, oh yeah, la- oh yeah, uh, I forgot Ben who's never killed a man. Oh yeah. 
He just released a new limited edition. Oh, I title. saw that. I was, was I was EQ, looking at the, right. Yeah, I was looking at the release dates for uh, us, and I was like, "Oh, cool! It's uh, I believe tomorrow at like noon for us, or somewhere around that time." In Colorado, you mean yeah. for our time? Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. I can't figure out the New Zealand thing, and I don't know why every time his email comes in as spam. As much as I say, "Hey, listen, spam filter, this is Ben. He's never killed a man. <laughs> yeah. I want this Please email." Stops <laughs> sending yeah. Ben to spam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, if you haven't follow, been following Red Witch, they're doing a limited um, run of pedals almost every other month, maybe. Is kind of what yeah, they've been coming out a lot, and it's been I've they're been so surprised. Dope. Oh my god, they're so sick. Yeah, I would love to have any. That, one of that's those. one. I feel like that's another white whale that you and I have been chasing is trying to get our hands on one of these limited Red Witch ones because they're especially the ones with the unique graphics. Like every artist, art. every single pedal is unique. Yeah. I mean, such a cool release they're so good amazing but anyways um, <laughs> anyways yeah we'll catch us next week uh we'll have john from electronic audio experiments if you got questions for him hit him up call the hotline leave questions that's a great spot to do it and uh until next time i'm justin i'm vince and go get that pedal mm-hmm.